How's it going everyone? This is Eric from Geeks Crossing, and welcome to a very unique episode for this podcast. It's funny, whenever I do a solo episode, that said episode is usually about video games, movies, or TV shows, which were the three big components to my childhood. Oh yeah, I guess music counts too, but that's besides the point. Yet, there was another topic that piqued my interest back then, and I'm surprised I haven't mentioned this before. Of course, I'm talking about fan animations. Even though art wasn't my strong suit back then, I always enjoyed looking at fan art or watching fan animation videos, and most of those said videos were watched on Newgrounds.com. Do you guys remember Newgrounds? If not, then damn do I feel old. <laughs> In case you're unfamiliar, Newgrounds is basically an entertainment website where people can upload their own games, artwork, or most famously, Flash animations. As a kid, I was easily amazed by watching so many talented artists that were able to make content that were just as good as official games slash movies. Although, Newgrounds was also the website where little Eric was first exposed to some adult content. But that's another can of worms. <laughs> However, the videos I loved watching the most were part of a fan-made Flash animated web series created by Mark Haynes, aka Alvin Earthworm. And that said series was none other than Super Mario Bros. Z. My god, saying that title is giving me all sorts of nostalgic vibes. If you haven't heard the series, then I'll be more than happy to explain the premise. Basically, everyone's favorite hedgehogs, Sonic and Shadow, and I mean that term very loosely, travel to another dimension that's native to the Super Mario characters, and they team up with the Mario Bros to find the seven Chaos Emeralds before they fall into the wrong hands. All in the style of Dragon Ball Z, mind you. I mean, the Z in the title kind of gives it away. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty much a fan's interpretation of what would happen if Mario and Sonic had a genuine crossover, and as someone who played a lot of Mario and Sonic games growing up, any fan-made project about these two meeting would easily pique my interest. Of course, this was at a time before Nintendo and Sega made Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Yet many fans, including myself, still yearn to see a legit crossover game, or at least a movie. And Super Mario Bros. Z is the closest thing we have to that reality. Despite only being merely a fan-made project, it's still pretty impressive. Especially with the amount of different sprites Mark used from various Mario and Sonic games. For Sonic, he mostly used ones that are either from the Sonic Advance trilogy, or Sonic Battle. But for Mario, he definitely went all out with his game selection. This includes, but not limited to, Mario & Luigi The Superstar Saga, Paper Mario, and even Super Mario RPG. And the best part is, they all felt very fluent and blend together nicely regardless of their different art styles. Not to mention capturing the essence of DBZ with its action, fighting scenes, and of course, sound effects. Speaking of which, the amount of sound effects and voice clips Mark used was also insane, and they didn't just range from Mario and Sonic games, but from other games and even cartoons, namely Tom and Jerry and The Simpsons. The web series ran from 2006 before any prematurely in 2009, with a grand total of 8 episodes. I don't remember the exact reason behind the show's cancellation, but I think it had something to do with Mark taking a break and being busy with his personal life, which is understandable. That is until mid-2015 where Mark began his own YouTube channel, and one of the first videos he uploaded was an intro to a Super Mario Bros. Z reboot. That's right, after nearly six years, Super Mario Bros. Z was coming back, and it was going to be bigger and better than ever before, especially with the animation receiving a huge glow-up. Episode 1 of the reboot was first uploaded in early 2016, and it looked very promising. The reason I said, first uploaded, was because between 2016 and 2020, Mark was apparently going through a lot in his personal life, and didn't have any incentive to continue the reboot, 
but eventually he regained his confidence and re-uploaded episode 1 sometime in 2020. Next, he merged all 8 episodes of the original series into a 3 hour video where everything was remastered in 4K. Then, sometime in 2021, he finally uploaded the second episode, which was amazing. And, as of the making of this episode, Mark is currently working on episode 3, but he did upload a preview, even though it's only a minute. Every little bit helps. <sighs> so yeah, Super Mario Bros. Z is slowly regaining the prime it once had, but in this episode, I'm going to review all 8 episodes of the original series to see if it still holds up. Remember, whatever I say is just my opinion, so if you disagree on some things I have to say, that's fine. That being said, let's take a walk down memory lane and talk about Super Mario Bros. Z, starting with Episode 1, Bowser's Return. The episode starts off with a Goomba walking around minding his own business, then finds the blue Chaos Emerald, which he believes to be a priceless gem he can give to his girlfriend. Suddenly, Mecha Sonic appears and takes the Chaos Emerald, but not before killing the poor Goomba in a gruesome way. Rest in peace, Goomba number 69. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Mario Kart Grand Prix is happening near Peach's Castle, and the final race is between Mario and Luigi versus Wario and Waluigi. The race begins with Wario and Waluigi playing dirty while Mario and Luigi desperately try to keep up. You know, typical Mario Kart shenanigans. That is until both teams get ambushed by a surprise bomb, where Wario and Waluigi are sent flying courtesy of Bowser, who once again wants to kidnap Princess Peach. This time, however, Bowser wants to personally kill Mario so he can't interfere with his kidnapping. Of course, Mario refuses to let that happen, and he and Luigi prepare to fight. Well, Mario does. Luigi runs away because he's scared shitless. This brings us to Episode 2, Warriors from Another Dimension. It begins with Mecha Sonic now claiming ownership of the Blue Chaos Emerald, vowing he'll find the other emeralds. Meanwhile, the battle between Mario and Bowser begins, and things are pretty even for the most part. That is until Kemet gave Bowser a metal mushroom, which turned him into Metal Bowser. With this new metallic body, all of Mario's attacks become useless, and on top of that, Kemet was holding Peach hostage. So yeah, Mario was in deep-ass trouble, but right before Bowser could kill Mario, a giant capsule appears from the sky and drops on Bowser, thus taking him out of his metal form. Suddenly, two heroes emerge from the capsule and knock Kemet into the sky, thus saving Peach. Luigi, who finally does something useful, gives Mario a feather which will turn him into Cape Mario, giving him the winning edge. With that said, Bowser is defeated once again, and the two heroes who save Peach are none other than Sonic the Hedgehog and Shadow the Hedgehog respectively. Which brings us to Episode 3, The New Threat. We start off at Peach's castle, where Sonic and Shadow properly introduce themselves. They explain to Mario and the others that they come from another dimension, and were sent here to find the Seven Chaos Emeralds, which are also sent to Mario's dimension. After explaining the power each Chaos Emerald can possess, it's important that they find all seven Emeralds before they fall into the wrong hands, i.e. Bowser. The two plumbers agree to help the Hedgehogs with their mission, much to Shadow's annoyance. Little did they realize, Wario and Waluigi were eavesdropping and planned to find the seven Emeralds too. That way, they could sell them for a profit. Typical. So the race is on to find all the Emeralds. Fortunately, the next Emerald gets found, but not by Mario, but by his trusty companion Yoshi, the Red Emerald to be more accurate. Immediately, Mecha Sonic appears and demands the Emerald to have Yoshi. Of course, Yoshi refused and another fight unfolds. Sadly, everyone's favorite green dinosaur was no match against Robosonic and gets defeated rather easily. Mecha Sonic then flees with the Emerald right before the heroes could arrive. Sonic and Shadow realize that Mecha Sonic is somewhere in this dimension and they retreat so Yoshi can get the medical help he needs. Leading up to Episode 4, Here Come the Koopa Bros. We cut back to Mario's house, where Yoshi is slowly recovering. Sonic then tells the history he has with Mecha Sonic. Back in Mobius, aka Sonic's dimension, Mecha Sonic was originally Metal Sonic, who had a strong will compared to the other robots. 
so much so that he managed to fuse himself with the other robotic hedgehogs that Eggman made, thus becoming Mechasonic. Eggman tries to stop his creation but failed miserably, and Mechasonic goes on a killing spree trying to find the Chaos Emeralds. Not even Sonic's friends were able to survive his mayhem. You name them. Tails, Amy, Knuckles, hell, even Cream died to the hands of Mechasonic, which is fucking nuts! But right before Mechasonic could claim all seven emeralds, Shadow used Chaos Control to warp the emeralds to another dimension, which just so happens to be the Mushroom Kingdom of all places. Although, Mechasonic absorbed enough energy from the emeralds to warp himself to that set dimension, and the two hedgehogs followed him there using a transporter from the remains of Eggman's lab, thus leading them to where they are now. Just then, Professor Egad arrives and gave our heroes a special radar that could track the Chaos Emeralds. He also happens to have the Yellow Emerald in his possession, which he used to test out his radar. Unfortunately, during a brief blackout, the Emerald gets stolen, which gave our heroes an excuse to use the radar. Their search leads them to Donut Plains, where the thieves turn out to be the Koopa Bros from the first Paper Mario game, who were hired by Bowser to collect the Chaos Emeralds. Upon recognizing Mario, another fight unfolds. Despite their dumb and carefree nature, the Koopa Bros proved to be no pushover, as shown when they used the Emerald to enhance their team attack, which sadly defeated our heroes. This brings us to Episode 5, Troubles on Yoshi's Island. The heroes rest up at Mario's house after their brutal loss, and Shadow is beyond pissed off, simply because they lost another Emerald and his reputation of being the ultimate lifeform is now sullied. Hey, I don't blame him. Shadow losing to the Cooper Bros is pretty fucking sad. <laughs> and on top of that, the Emerald radar is gone and is now in possession of the Cooper Bros. Luckily, Professor Egad made a backup radar that could find the radar. Yes, a radar for a radar. Hey, at least it's efficient. Anyway, thanks to that said radar, they learned that the Koopa Bros are somewhere on Yoshi's Island and head towards there before they could find the next Chaos Emerald, but not before Peach gives Luigi a life mushroom for emergencies. Ooh, foreshadowing. Anyway, the heroes arrive at Yoshi's Island and find the purple Chaos Emerald, but they soon find out that was a fake emerald and was part of a trap set up by the Yoshi tribe. The gang fought against multiple Yoshis and eventually the Yoshi we know and love joins the fight, revealing that he's now fully recovered and wants to join our heroes. But, the fighting comes to an end when the Chief Yoshi arrived and recognized Mario. Yes, the Chief Yoshi can talk in complete sentences instead of making generic Yoshi sounds. <laughs> it turns out, he was actually the Yoshi who took care of Mario when he was a baby. At least in Mark's headcanon. Still, it's a nice touch. Anyway, the Chief explains that one day he came across the actual Purple Emerald, which saved him from being ambushed by Spear Guys. He and the rest of the tribe decide to use the Emerald as a defense mechanism for many invaders. However, there was one group of enemies that weren't turned away by the Emerald's power, and they end up enslaving the Yoshis until they surrender the Emerald. Of course, Mario and the others agree to free all the Yoshis and find the real Purple Chaos Emerald. But right before Sonic could grab it, the Koopa Bros swoop in and steal the Emerald. While gloating, the Emerald gets stolen once again, this time by another group of enemies Mario dealt with in the past. The Axum Rangers from Super Mario RPG. Oh, sorry. The Axum Rangers... X. I don't know. They said something about their bodies gaining an upgrade after they lost to Mario. Regardless, they too are seeking to collect every Chaos Emerald, but the heroes and Koopa Bros refuse to let that happen, leading to an epic battle royale between the three teams. And I gotta say, the choreography of this fight is still impressive after all these years. Little did our teams realize that trouble was coming to the island, and his name was Mechasonic. This brings us to Episode 6, Brawl on a Vanishing Island. The epic rumble on Yoshi's Island continues as everyone seems evenly matched. That is until the Red Ranger decides to use the Purple Emerald to unleash their most powerful attack, the Breaker Beam. Even though they missed their targets, Yoshi's Island was heavily damaged in the process, much to the Chief's concern. In response, 
the Cooper Bros decide to use their own special move, but get easily outmatched by Mechasonic, who stole the Yellow Emerald from them. Then he steals the Purple Emerald from the Rangers, while also destroying their aircraft. Despite having only 4 Emeralds, Megasonic was able to reach his super form and easily destroyed each member of the rejected Power Rangers. Damn, Megasonic wasn't kidding when he said he was a... God. <laughs> that being said, the heroes engage in a fight against Super Megasonic. And I gotta say, it's been well over 15 years since this episode aired, and I still get amazed by every moment of it. The attacks, the animation, the remix of Doomsday Zone playing in the background. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Sadly, our heroes couldn't leave a dent on Mechasonic's body, and he begins to charge up his own version of Frieza's Death Ball to eradicate the whole island. Luigi then gave Mario the life mushroom he kept in storage, and Mario spotted a mystery block. To his and everyone else's luck, a Starman came out of the block, which not only gave Mario brief intangibility, but helped Sonic turn to Super Sonic for a short time. Even though they couldn't destroy Mechasonic, they at least took back the four Chaos Emeralds and knocked him out of his super form. Outrage, Mechasonic unleashes Death Ball, Shadow then quickly used Chaos Control to warp him and nearly everyone else to safety. The reason I said, nearly everyone, is because the bootleg Ninja Turtles were left behind to die as the island gets destroyed. Rest in peace, dudes. <laughs> that being said, the Chief and the other Yoshis part ways with the gang with hopes of finding another place to call home. Even though the heroes managed to take back the first radar, the second radar is dropped by Mario during the fight. Little did they realize that it's now in the hands of Wario who he and Waluigi found while venturing through Yoshi's Island during the Battle Royale, leading up to Episode 7, Secret of the Pipe Maze. We cut back to Bowser's castle, where the king himself is throwing a huge tantrum over his latest defeat. Nonetheless, he sends Bowser Jr. and the Koopalings out to find the Emeralds, since the Koopa Bros failed to do so. How did Bowser find out about the Chaos Emeralds, you may be asking? It's revealed that sometime after his defeat, Bowser met Dr. Eggman, who survived his alleged death on Mobius and traveled to the Mushroom Kingdom so he could team up with Bowser. Thanks to Eggman, he created a new aircraft for Bowser called the Omega Doomship, in which Bowser insisted on using as soon as possible. Not only that, they've been working on something secret that can not only take advantage of the Chaos Emeralds, but to get rid of Mario for good. And that's a robotic doppelganger of Mario, presumably called Mecha Mario. How original. Meanwhile, the heroes head to the Pipe Maze, which is where the next Emerald was located, and joining them was Stuffwell from Mario and Luigi's Partners in Time. Despite this place being a literal maze, the gang decides to split up in hopes of finding the Emerald faster. Well, Shadow decides to fly solo while the others go in separate teams. Unaware to them, Wario and Waluigi are at the Pipe Maze too, and they plan to steal the Emeralds from the heroes. But, they kept failing time after time in a very comedic fashion. Eventually, Mario, Sonic, and Stuffwell get ambushed by Mechasonic, who wants revenge for taking back the Emeralds. Mario and Sonic try their best to fight back, but are still outmatched. The two then take refuge inside a pipe, but what lies beyond the other side is another dimension where everything is blocky and 8-bit. There, they met Goombella and... Colorado? However you pronounce this shit. Basically, they're two allies from the Paper Mario series. They tell our heroes that they were sent to the pipe maze under the request of Professor Frankly, but they accidentally wandered into this dimension. They also revealed to have found the White Chaos Emerald, which they gave to Sonic upon learning how important it is. They soon agree to help the two find a way out of the 8-bit dimension, but are once again ambushed by Mecha Sonic. Meanwhile, the heroes learn from Professor Frankly that the area where Mario and Sonic ended up in is called Minus World, which has prior connections to a great war between Goombas and Koopas centuries ago. But there's a problem. Those who enter the Minus World are trapped there forever. Despite that, Shadow and Yoshi enter the Minus World to help Mario and Sonic fight off Mechasonic. Also, real quick, 
It felt so surreal seeing 8-bit versions of Sonic, Shadow, Mechasonic, or even Yoshi, yet the style still works for them. Shadow tries to warp out of the dimension using Chaos Control, but that's proving useless here much to his annoyance. Luigi, who at first was too scared to enter the Minus World, eventually decides to help our heroes knowing how important Mario is to him. And thanks to his clumsiness, the magic stopwatch that's owned by the Koopa with a complicated name briefly paused the effects of the Minus World. With only a short amount of time, the heroes plus Goombella, the Koopa with a complicated name, and Mecha Sonic escape Minus World and return to the Pipe Maze. But right before Mecha Sonic could attack, Shadow used Chaos Control to once again warp everyone to safety. The gang returned back to Mario's house where they part ways with Goombella and the Koopa with a complicated name. However, Toadsworth arrives with grave news. Are you ready for this? Bowser has kidnapped Princess Peach. Shocker. This leads to Episode 8, The Great Doomship Offensive, which is sadly the final episode of this web series. Or at least the original series. Anyway, Mario receives a letter from Bowser saying that he's keeping Princess Peach hostage and demands that they give him all the Chaos Emeralds they have to ensure her safety. Sonic agrees to help the Mario Bros with the rescue, but Shadow straight up refused, believing it will be a waste of time and his main concern is trying to find the remaining Emeralds. Sonic tries to reason with them, but to no prevail as Shadow leaves the group, vowing he can handle things on his own. Despite that, the rest of the heroes head to Egad's lab and borrow his plane as they head towards the Omega Doomship. It's an epic air battle as the heroes take on the Doomship's defenses. Eventually, they board the Doomship and fight an army of Koopa Patrol soldiers. Hell, we even got to see Sonic utilize the Fire Flower during this fight and become Fire Sonic. I'll admit, that was fucking cool. Sadly, all the heroes minus Mario get turned to stone by their leader, Captain Ballistics. Basilix? I think it's Basilix. A Koopa Patrol who can turn people into stone like Medusa and has giant ass claws like Wolverine. How is that possible? Who cares? Mark knows how to turn a pathetic Mario enemy into a total badass. Mario fights back by turning to Hammer Mario, but is eventually outclassed when Basilix threw two poison mushrooms, leaving Mario on the verge of defeat. The episode ends as Basilix was about to deliver the fatal blow. Okay, I lied. Technically, there was a ninth episode, but it was more like a 3 minute preview, so I guess I'll explain what happens anyway. Here's episode 9. Sort of. The Two Shell Treaty. While the others are fighting on board the Omega Doomship, Shadow is standing alone in a desert, wondering if leaving Sonic and the others was the right thing to do. He is then suddenly confronted by Mecha Sonic, with another fight presumably taking place. Meanwhile, Luigi is able to break out of his stone prison thanks to his Tanuki suit he was wearing earlier. Mario regains his strength, and the two brothers prepare to fight Basilix. And... Yeah, that's it. That's how the original series ends, sadly. Although, Mark revealed that if he did finish Episode 9, it would have ended with Mario and Luigi defeating Basilix, Sonic and Yoshi being freed from their stone prisons, and Shadow sadly losing to Mecha Sonic. But, before I end this episode, I want to get my quick thoughts on the reboot. Even though there's only two episodes currently, I love it so far. You can definitely tell Mark has come a long way since the mid-2000s. Who knows, maybe in the future I'll do another episode reviewing the reboot as a whole, assuming that each episode doesn't take forever to get published. Just kidding, Mark. Hey, if you're listening to this, keep up the great work. Obviously, there's so much to look forward to for this reboot. But what about the original series? Well, I think it aged well like fine wine. Sure, the animation is slightly outdated, but it was still impressive for its time. And again, this was the closest thing we have to an actual Mario and Sonic crossover series that Nintendo and Sega have yet to give us. Am I a little disappointed that we didn't get a proper ending to the original series? Of course, but what are you gonna do? Shit happens. Still, I highly recommend watching all 8 original episodes when you have the chance. Especially if you're excited for what the reboot has in store. Anyway, have you ever watched Super Mario Bros. Z? If so, what do you think of it? 
tell us on our Discord server, or DM us on Instagram, at Geeks Crossing. Continue to listen to us on all available listening platforms like Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, or whatever platform you prefer. If you want more geeky content, head over to Twitch and check out E-Man the Legendary, which is also my YouTube channel, Nuclear Bacons, Cryptolog Games, and Caravite. Also, tell your friends and family about us, especially to any Mario or Sonic fans you know, hell, or anybody who still remembers Newgrounds. <laughs> Thank you for listening, and stay true to your geek selves.